familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Athletes are a special group of people. You're constantly in the mindset of looking and feeling your best so you can perform well in your sport. The training can be intense, but what happens when you have a baby and your whole way of being drastically changes, especially as a nursing mom? Today we're talking about what it means to be an athlete and the changes or challenges you encounter breastfeeding and breast pumping. We're the boob group. I use a breast pump. I hand express milk for my baby. I exclusively breastfeed. I use a nipple shield. I breastfed after a C-section. I use a milk bank. I breastfeed in public whenever I feel like it. I pump at work. I breastfeed with a cover. I breastfeed twins. I give my baby bottles. I made my own supplemental nursing system. I supplement with formula. I talk to my baby while I breastfeed. I'm breastfeeding as a survivor of sexual abuse. When I have extra milk, I share it with other mom we are equal we are the boob group welcome to the boob group we're here to support all moms wanting to provide breast milk to their babies i'm your host priyana mard i'm also the founder of mom's pump here nursery locator app which helps moms all over the world to find places to breast pump and breastfeed their babies if you haven't yet we encourage you to download the new mommy media network app which gives you easy access to all our episodes. You can also subscribe to our podcast through iTunes, so all our latest episodes download to your mobile device automatically. And if you're on iTunes, please leave us a review so other moms can learn about us. Okay, let's meet the mom is joining our conversations today. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and your family. Hi, good morning, everybody. My name is Marsha, but I, I go by Shasha in the fitness world. It just sounds a bit tougher. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Shasha. So I've been um, a fitness person really into it since 2011. I, there was a time of my life where I just got really out of shape and unhealthy. And I took back control back in 2011, um, but got really intense into it. I would say for the past three years. Fast forward to June, or should I say around this time last year when I got pregnant, I uh, was thinking how I would um, incorporate this into my fitness lifestyle, but um, I've figured it out, sort of, kind of, and um, it's, a, it's a, like a daily work in progress. That's just what it is. It's just day by day at this point. Plans don't always go, you know, the way you as expect. planned. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No more like three hour sessions in the gym. Not at all. That was a luxury that's not afforded to me anymore. Yep. Right? Yep. It's reality. Yeah. Yep. 
Hi, my name is Rebecca Scritchfield. I am a registered dietitian and nutritionist and health and fitness specialist. And I'm the author of a new book called Body Kindness, which is all about creating a healthier and happier life by being good to yourself. Um, which, I mean, what mom, you know, doesn't need that. But, um, you know, on the on the personal side, I have two girls. They're ages four and two and a half. And I am still nursing my two and a half year old, a uh, little bit at night, a little bit in the morning. So um, I am a big fan and supporter of uh, nursing. And when it comes to feeding your children, doing a um, baby led approach, so they wean when they feel ready and comfortable. And I am very active. I have been active since, gosh, I can remember even in middle school and everything like that. Uh, I love to do yoga. And for me, yoga was very uh, healing. It came at the right time in my life where I ended up doing yoga exclusively for about five years when I was really struggling like with my body image and self-acceptance. And I found this particular studio that was just really helped me build um, self-compassion. So I will always kind of get into yoga when I feel like, you know what, you need a little bit of a a, a mental reboot here. Life is just too much and we need some deep breathing and some focus posing. Um, but I also love to run. I've done over 15 marathons and ultra marathons. So my longest was a, a wow. 50 miler. <laughs> I'm tired just miles. hearing about it. Really. It took me, it took me 11 and a half hours to do. So just let's, let's put that in perspective. What? I mean, what could you do that you enjoy for 11 and a half hours? Like, you know, all hail Rebecca. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just proof it can be done. So, you know, the craziest thing about that is I actually did it because somebody else believed in me more than I believed in myself. And I was like, wait a minute, what? This person's telling me I could do it. And and I'm saying, no, why don't I trust this person instead of my own inner voice? And and that's really how it happened. Um, so it was it was a great experience. It was before kids, um, but I fully support even if, you know, after kids or during the nursing process, you still can race and compete. And so hopefully we'll get into some of that today. But but yeah, I, you know, in in these days, activity wise, my number one thing is consistency. So I've really learned to stop judging um, kind of like that perfect workout. And I, I have to think of all the reasons why why I do it. So um, I've learned to appreciate the three and a half mile. It's called the loop near my house, like a loop that I take that's on a trail. And it's very beautiful. And if I need to take my girls, it's I'm slow because it's a double stroller and it's just not the intense run or it's not my me time and yoga. Um, but it gets done. And so I've learned to make that joyful and appreciate that and not really associate activity with a certain amount of intensity um, because consistency is what keeps it a habit. And that to me is very, very important, just almost like a daily move, whether it's easy, hard. I try to really enjoy myself and and, and just really listen to what I feel like I need. I know If I haven't done yoga for a while, make sure I get it in the schedule, that kind of thing. Wow, more power to you. So I, I am not consistent. <laughs> so I'm Priya, I'm your host, and I was an athlete. I don't know if you could still consider me athletic because I am not consistent anymore. You're in my boat. You're in my uh, boat, Priya. I, could, I do not have time. I know it's all about making time, but I literally do. I keep on telling Sunny, I'm like, 
a Jamaican. My husband's Jamaican. So I always have a Jamaican have like a thousand things going on. So I don't, I, I haven't made time. So I used to be, you know, I used to run track. I actually power lifted. I broke a state deadlifting record when I was younger. I did a couple marathons. I even did the Spartan race. But after the Spartan race, I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> I think I've accomplished everything I needed to accomplish. <laughs> Um, and I've since moving from Miami to Florida, Miami was very easy to run and do all those active things. But here in New York, it's a little skittish. So I don't trust the streets as much as I did in Miami. And it's harder for me to go out and exercise outside. And I do have a machine inside, but I rarely use it. So I have three children and my youngest Liam, I did breastfeed him while I was training for marathons and stuff like that. But it was never an obstacle. It was very easy with him. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this conversation. I think there's so much, uh, what we could talk about here in terms of body kindness and and consistency and even the yoga thing, you know, all of that meshed in, I think will be wonderful. So thank you all for being here. Sounds familiar. If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little... I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. All right. So today we are going to talk about a news headline. And uh, this one really caught my attention. You know, we've we've done, you know, talked about several things that have hit the the news media, you know, circulation or whatever about moms trying to breastfeed in public and then getting um, some negative feedback for it. And this is a, a slightly different spin on it. The article itself is about a mom who actually this is kind of an internal thing because the mom was out breastfeeding in public and her dad, who was with her, is the one that had the problem with it and actually did, I don't know, he threw a napkin at her or something like that and said, cover up. Probably not the best way to approach the situation. I think there's some internal issues going on with that family. But what I wanted to talk about with this is as a result of that situation, this daughter took to the internet and started talking about it and not just, you know, posting about her situation, but she took it a step further. She is, you know, speaking of yoga, Rebecca, she's actually, I think she's a yoga instructor and she started, um, posting some stuff, I think, on Instagram of her in these yoga poses and while her toddler baby is nursing. Like, she's doing some really interesting moves that I could not do in a million years. Um, Like, she's upside down and doing stuff and her baby's nursing, you know, while she's upside down. You know, there's stuff like that. And we'll post the link to our Facebook page if you guys want to check this out and see some of the images. And it's getting mixed reviews from moms. I I don't think because she's posting them, but it's more about she, because she is a 
yoga instructor. Some people are thinking that she's doing this for self-promotion, promotion of her studio. So um, there are some negative reviews out there from moms that, uh, you know, are pro breastfeeding, but kind of see another side to this. So I wanted to throw that out to you guys. Um, there may We may have a lot of moms that are listening that may have posted something, you know, about a breastfeeding experience they had. I mean, are can we take it too far, I guess, is where I'm going with this. Do we really have to be mindful of of how we're doing this? The, the pictures, I think, are actually really interesting. Yeah, um, I love the leggings she's wearing, by the way. <laughs> right? She, that's what she should put, like, in the description. She should be, you could buy this on Amazon, or you could buy this on Zulily. Here's the link. Here's my affiliate link. But, yeah, can we take it too far? Priya, what do you think? Well, I think it's very easy for moms or I don't I don't want to stereotype, but to be judgmental. And I think that happens so much. And that's why we have all these negative responses, because people are just making assumptions about what her goal was with this image and with her post. But I think it's very empowering, you know, um, to be able to share images like this. And again, going back to the conversation about sort of like normalizing it, you know, you have, we should be sharing more images like this. So it becomes normal to see a woman breastfeeding in all sorts of different positions. (laughs) I I breastfeed any and everywhere. I don't care. Yeah. I, I guess the, the question is, do you know, in posting about it, has anyone posted right. any photos of them doing anything athletic like I, this? And, you know, you know on, what was the response on uh, there was a like world breastfeeding day? I saw images and I was very inspired by them. So I posted one on Instagram, but it was one. But I got tons of favorable comments. And I actually in the content I talked about no matter what your choices are, just so you know, you, that you could be supportive of breastfeeding. So, you know, I do kind of think there's a problem with a dichotomy and judgment of are you, are you nursing or not? And, and that I think we need to be careful of. We need healthy, happy kids. And there's lots of reasons why, you know, moms might choose not to from day one or just might have difficulty. And so we really do need to take judgment out of it. And, but I don't know if they, so much, you know, commented because I was sharing a photo or commented about my message, but it was very supportive. And interestingly, that's when I found out that I'm like some part of a group that nurses passed normal times, I guess, you know, so she's like two and a half. (laughs) I forget what the term is, like advanced stage or something. But just to me, it was, you know, just she doesn't like milk and I know it's for comfort and I'm still producing and it's not getting in the way of our life. So I haven't seen a reason to force stop. But I do think that as the kids get older, that people get more and more um, unaccepting of nursing. And, you know, this woman, I think it's the more images, the better. But I could see where some people, if they're seeing like that's all they get from her, that just they like to see something else. And so maybe they're having a visceral reaction to like, you know, maybe tone it down on the self-promotion and, you know, I'd like to hear other things from you. But I don't think we see those images enough. Yeah, I did a collage actually for Breastfeeding Awareness Week uh, when that was, I think, yeah, it was last month. It was in September. And I got a lot of favorable feedback also. And I had posted, you know, I that I, I do it, I breastfeed on demand. So if we're out to dinner, if I'm in a park, if I'm wherever, it's sometimes I'm dressed for it. And sometimes I just have to kind of make do. 
I will cover, but there is a point where you're you're not yeah. covered. I, I actually <laughs> don't like the cover and neither did my kids. Yeah. And, you know, I there was on airplanes, I, I kinda had this um poncho <laughs> that actually worked much, much better. Um, it just gave my daughters more room. I, I, I had the covers and I very supportive of the covers, but like, especially my younger one, she would like pull on it. And, and so, you know, I it's like eating. Yes, in exactly. And I do understand mm-hmm. this idea of modesty and everything, but I think this is a much deeper cultural issue. I learned nothing about breastfeeding until after, well, okay. The, the quick, lesson in the hospital or something but it literally wasn't until after she was born I had no it might I mean my mom didn't nurse me and so how else would I learn and so I think that's part of the problem it's different and in other countries where they're more accepting so I think it's a certainly in America it's a problem and and um you know my own husband had some difficulty when he was with me and we were in public and we thought about it a lot and he actually said I it's not you it's he called him a looky-loos like he's like I don't like the looky-loos and I was like you know I understand that but we can't control them and I'm trying to be modest but my goal is to make my baby comfortable and to enjoy the experience and I'll do what I can to turn but I'm, I'm focused on her first and foremost and our culture has to catch up this this is what boobs are for. <laughs> this is not nudity. Right. And that's the only time we're supposed to cover it up, right? Is then when we're trying to feed our babies. So it is it is weird that it's acceptable for for them to be out for other reasons, but not that. All right. Well, ladies, thank you so much for your take on this article. Again, we'll post it to our Facebook page if you guys want to check it out. Again, some really interesting poses. Like, I'm all for yoga. I've done that in the past. I'm actually quite jealous that she can bend her body this way. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. Probably was very helpful when she was delivering the baby to be able to move like this. Anyway, so we'll post it if you guys want to check it out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers, and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today we're talking about athletes and breastfeeding or breast pumping. Our expert is Rebecca Scritchfield. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. <laughs> a registered dietitian nutritionist, founder of Capital Nutrition Group, co-founder of Dietitians for Body Confidence, and her first book, Body Kindness, Transform Your Health from the Inside Out and Never Say Diet Again. Was that possible? <laughs> <laughs> it's currently on pre-sale on Amazon. Not to mention this mom has ran 15 marathons and ultra marathons. It's crazy. <laughs> but thank you so much for being on today, Rebecca. Thank you for having me. Okay, so the athletic world is so broad, but being a nursing mom is is a very specific thing. And undoubtedly, like many other professions, women are both. We are discussing athletes and breastfeeding and breast pumping today because we really wanted to dive into the minds of moms going through this journey as athletes. So as active women, what were your expectations of being a mother? I think I quickly learned that I painted a pretty rosy picture of what it's really like uh, juggling uh, the transition from my time is 100% my own to oh my gosh, I am responsible for another human being. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> you know, but fitness and physical activity to me is such a part of my core values. It's a, such an important part of my identity that I knew that I wanted to maintain this sense of I am a person who likes to take care of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew, yeah, and I knew that I would need to be flexible in what I would do for activity, the type, the duration, and and really just change my mindset that it, it all counts. Like, you know, that five-minute plank while the water is boiling on the stove counts and just did you really do that oh yeah (laughs) I I have a whole blog post on how you can exercise while doing housework and and interestingly there's a really there's a this this is a real study um there is a researcher her name's Aaliyah Crum and she did her she did a what's called a mindset intervention and she went to these maids and half the group had the intervention do you know your job is physical activity the other half was like neutral they got an education thing about exercise but they didn't tell them your job is exercise six weeks later the group who was they didn't change anything else no special diet no special restrictions they just planted the seed did you know that your that your job is physically active and and these housekeepers they worked in hotels they improved their blood pressure they lost weight their their energy level improved and and it's it's crazy when you look at this research like head scratching how was that possible but your mind can impact your body and it's all in how you see things and it's a very important thing to note because especially athletes and active women we are nothing if we're not a bunch of perfectionists and so you throw mommyhood into that and our schedule's not our own and it's completely chaotic and so we tell ourselves these things like oh you're too tired to work out or oh you can't do the hard workout so don't do anything at all or you know you're not being a good mom if you take that time for yourself and this negative Negativity does not encourage self-care behaviors. And so it does impact our health and our well-being. So, you know, I really think that, you know, you can anticipate your schedule not being your own. You can anticipate being tired. But really what you need to plan is that my value is I'm a person who takes care of herself. And this is something that I want to teach my children. And I teach by modeling that behavior. And I've got to have flexible expectations for what that means to be a healthy and happy person. And that, I think, is, you know, sort of that golden mindset that you need to really help you move forward. Yeah, that's what I've done. Because I was a person who, for the past three years, would work out six to seven days a week for two hours a day. It's something I love. It's just a part of who I am. I worked out up until I was 32 weeks pregnant. And then I went back like the last week when I was cleared, kind of just wanted to evict him. (laughs) So I was going really hard in the gym. And since, you know, giving birth, you know, we had the initial six weeks off. Then I went back in, didn't feel guilty. I was pumping. He had his milk. Grandma was there for me. And, you know, then when he turned three months, I went back to work. And I'm a teacher. So I'm gone all day. I'm home around 3.30. But the last thing I want to do after being away all day is now go to the gym. Because I just want to spend that time with him. So fortunately, I found ways, like she was saying, Rebecca was saying, to incorporate him. I'll do some squats holding him. I'll curl him. I have a gym at home where, you know, my husband will wear him and then come to the gym with us. And so I'm playing peekaboo and I'm squatting and popping up and, you know, but he's there with me. 
So I went out and got a, an old tire from a tire shop so I can just flip it in the courtyard um, to get to intensify it because, you know, the home gym isn't as intense as the, the actual, you know, fitness centers I was going to before. But I'm not going to give up on myself and my moods and my energy level and my body and everything because I'm a mom now, you know. Yeah. So it sounds like there's a lot of improvising that goes on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so going back to lifestyle, you know, and the changes in your lifestyles before and after baby, it sounds like improvising has been a, an important part in your lifestyle changes. If you're right? not flexible, then then you break, basically, is how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think flexibility is a big key. And also, I, I think it's it's um, remembering what's important to you because the way humans make decisions is we're looking for an immediate reward. Mm. And so whether it's the reward is getting time with my baby or I'm tired and I really just want to sit here and play with my baby or something, that is the immediate reward. But there's always a second choice option and it's usually the longer term reward it's the more difficult choice to make, but it's also the most meaningful. So in a lot of times, that's the choice of let me improvise here or you know what? I do need a little bit of me time, so I'm not going to feel guilty setting up a play date or ask, asking someone else to be with the kid for a little bit so I can get, you know, that yoga class in that I really miss. Um, but but that will get you, especially as a new mom and you're lacking sleep and you feel tired that sure you know it that could be a sign that rest is needed but maybe a shorter or gentler type physical activity will help to re-energize you but also help you feel good that you're not quitting on the exercise because too many days of saying not right now not right now not right now to fitness I mean what are you really saying <laughs> yeah I'm like I do right now yeah <laughs> not right now, not you're saying now. never <laughs> <laughs> So we've talked about lifestyle, we've talked about the pivoting, but how has your journey been balancing your fitness routine and breastfeeding and breast pumping? I spend a lot of time pumping um, to have storage for when I go to work and I'll find that after an intense workout, it hurts. I'm not sure why. Yeah, I, my breasts are just more tender because of increased circulation or what it is, but I found that I had to schedule it so that I, I'm, I'm working out like the last thing so that I know during the night he'll just be getting the breast so that, you know, I don't have to pump after working out and feel that pain because otherwise pumping is fine. Uh, and it's funny that the, the book, You Have Body Kindness, someone had recently said to me when they found out, I used to pump upwards of an, to up to an hour. And I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing that. And it would hurt after the, the regular 30 minutes. But it was like, oh, I need another ounce. Or, you know, I just have to. And someone said to me, you know, you have to be kind to yourself. It, it almost breaks my heart to even say it. It was like, oh, I don't care if I'm killing myself. I have to get this ounce out, this extra ounce to make it even or something. And it was I, I was being so unkind to myself just in trying to get those ounces out. And going to the proper time of just, you know, more sessions of 30 minute intervals, I'm producing the same as I was when I was torturing myself for no reason. So it's like just taking a step back and realizing 
pace yourself. It's going to be okay. Um, just kind of trusting in your body and being kind to your body and like whatever's going to be is going to be, you know, like someone stated they, their milk had stopped coming in after intensely working out. I mean, I think everything just happens the way it's supposed to. Yeah. So, you know, when I have uh, nursing moms as as clients um, and, and, and active nursing moms, you know, one of the things you really do need to be on top of your hydration and not, you know, to thirst definitely, but it can't hurt to just kind of always keep that bottle flowing because that's part of what helps with your production. Uh, but you also need to eat well and eat enough. And it is a very difficult situation because we push out our baby and we read in the headlines that everyone gets their baby body back, pre-baby body back fast. And that just doesn't happen. And, you know, even in my experience, when people um, asked if I was nursing and found I was nursing, that's the first thing. Oh, great. You're going to bounce right back in your body. (laughs) And let me tell you, that did not happen. (laughs) And, you know, truthfully, with my first, I kind of went to a place where I really shouldn't have gone. And, and, and basically what happened was, so had the baby, she had difficulty. She was 10 days early, had some difficulty with latch and everything. I thought we worked through that and, and I was fully committed. I was very happy with how she was nursing. And then like, you know, six weeks out or whatnot, and you're getting your activity back in, but there are still mirrors. And I don't know why we do this to ourselves, but we go and we look in the mirror and pinch and turn and twist and, And the more time you do that, the more negativity comes in your mind. And so this, even even though I would never tell a client to do this, and I would tell my friend to stop if she was doing this, I would just look in the mirror and feel dissatisfied and, you know, and even just a glance. But I started to do things that I know is not appropriate, like when I was plating dinner, taking less food and, you know, if it was a pasta dish, leaving the carbs out. And, you know, you need carbs when you're nursing, especially when you're active. And my husband just grabbed my plate and he just looked at me and he said, you know better. Don't do this to yourself. And and again, this was my first and it was just, you know, I've... I. I wrote body kindness for me, first and foremost. You know, I really needed it. But um, but it was like I needed permission to give myself nine months on, nine months off, or maybe even more. And and um, if you get a little... I never thought about it that oh, way. Oh, heck yeah, girl. <laughs> nine months on, nine months off. Exactly. We just need that patience and compassion. And we have to remember that it's our society and culture that tells us that our worth is in our appearance anyway. And, um, you know, so we need more women being real and honest and sharing their vulnerabilities and their truths and saying, you know, get, give it time. Or how can we appreciate our body for what it's doing for us. I created a human, you know, and just saying that's okay if I don't look the way that I want to look right now, but how can I take care of myself right now? And so I made that mistake with number one. Um, It could have impacted my supply. If you're active and you don't eat enough and don't drink enough, it can impact your supply. So you want to be mindful of that. And and even if you are doing those things, your supply might be impacted anyway. And, you know, we talked about it earlier. If there's any women listening that are feeling distraught about it, you know, 
I think the most important thing is that you feed your baby. And and with my second one, I actually had a, um, she was unexpected, let's say, but I had some work stuff coming up. So I, I pumped what I could pump. I knew it wasn't enough. And I just, I just got formula. And I said, you know, here's what I have. Do what you need to do. I pumped while I was away. And it, you know, so I just want to put that out there. Like there's no one perfect way to go about this. And even if it's just colostrum, that is beneficial. You know, even if you nurse for a month, I I have a good friend who stopped after four months of nursing because she nursed and had terrible migraines. And the doctor said, this is not good for you anymore. And we need to stop this. So I just want to put that out there. So that that leads us right into our next segment. So let me close out this one. Um, So what happened? So you touched upon it already, the bounce back. So what happens when an athlete's body changes after birth? Do you really bounce back? We'll be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back. Today we're talking about athletes and breastfeeding and breast pumping. Our expert is Rebecca Scritchfield, a registered dietitian nutritionist. So do athletes' bodies really bounce back, Rebecca? What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> what is a bounce back? <laughs> Oh, bounce back. I think I think a bounce back is just yet another, you know, curse driven upon women that it's not enough that we created a human being, but now we've got to look like, you know, we did 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think that, you know, it, there is a strong cultural expectation that our our worth is driven by our appearance. And it can just be difficult for us to accept what is very normal changes in our body from the second we have conception all the way through postpartum and not just the six weeks after doctor visit, but postpartum can be a very long time. And, you know, some people's bodies just change and never go back to exactly where they were before. And that's okay, too. I just think it's very unre- uh, unrealistic that there's any sort of ideal pattern or even that we have strong control over how we bounce back. We have control over our choices, the way we, the decisions we make, the way we talk to ourselves and the way we live our life. But, you know, you can see that one woman just might look like she never had a baby a few weeks later, like I saw in the new, like Kate Middleton, just, you know, bounce back real quickly. And that's not going to be someone else's experience. And we're all just different genetics and there's so many different factors. And um, I just think the most important thing is that we feel good about the choices we are able to make and that we stop kind of comparing to others. I call that compare and despair because, you know, we ain't never happy when we look at someone else and say, oh, I wish we had their body. Yeah, but we're so bombarded by outside influences. Talking about Kate Milton, I mean, you see these images and these women who are just like perfect right after they give birth. And then you compound that with being athletic and having fitness routines and you're thinking, oh my God, I have to get back on track. (laughs) So there's so much inner pressure and outer pressure to bounce back. There really is. And like she said, it does affect your milk supply. Cause I, I remember trying to, 
not so much restrict, but not really do the extra 500 calories because I'm, I'm like, I want my body back, but it doesn't happen that way. And my milk supply was affected when I would eat less. And so obviously I chose, well, for me, I should say I chose the milk over the body and it was just, I would feel bad and I would even post, sometimes I'd post a picture and find myself saying, oh, or telling people that I can't really restrict calories because it affects my milk. It was as though I'm making an excuse, you know, because of the fact that people know I'm into fitness. There's that added pressure of looking a certain way, you know? And then like she said, with the breastfeeding and everybody's saying, oh, you're going to snap back, snap back. <laughs> it's all about the snap back. <laughs> you're like, can I just feed my child and just, you know, gradually, you know, in a healthy way, make it happen. But uh, being being active, there is that pressure of going back to your pre-baby body. Yeah, you know, you, you talked about the pressure. And I think what we really need to ask ourselves, the question of, are my choices helping me create a better life? Um, I remember when I was um, a new dietitian doing sports nutrition, and it was, I think, my third marathon. And I just had this idea in my mind that I was going to get a certain time, even though I never, I didn't train for a certain time, nor did I ever previously in any of my marathons train for time. In that marathon, I collapsed at mile 26 and DNF'd, runners carried me, DNF is did not finish, runners carried me to a medic tent, my body temperature went to 107 and I had a heat stroke. Oh my God. So let's ask, was that decision... Was that decision to try to get a certain time because you're a sports dietitian? People are going to want to see that sub four, Rebecca. Looking at you, yeah. yeah. Was that decision creating a better life? No. Oh my God, you could have died. <laughs> I almost did. I I wish I could shake the hands of the runners who say me. I will never know. But the doctor told me. I mean, try being told that you almost died. That happened to me. The doctor said you almost died. Runner saved your life and got you to the tent. And it was three runners, and that's all I know. Didn't go, know their names. It was a traumatic experience. I thought I'd never run again. Notice I've done over fifteen. I, my friend said, "Look, you're going to slay that dragon." And that year is when I did like five marathons and ultra marathons. So I. I I, I slayed. I slayed in a big way. But I also learned to stop with the judgments and stop with the everybody expects this thing of you. You know, I'm sure that was a wake up call. It for was you. a total wake up call. You have to just be who you are and where you're at and 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 stop with the judgments. And it's it might be stories you're telling yourself inside. And then that is work you can do, you know, I think perhaps with a therapist or in some sort of way that think about what you would want to tell your kids or your best friend and don't be afraid to change that mindset. But you you absolutely have to ask yourself this question is, is this helpful? Is this giving me a better life? Um, I think the stress we put on ourselves of not losing fast enough is way worse for our health than carrying extra pounds. So thank you so much to everyone for being part of today's show and for sharing their experience. If you're a member of the Boob Group Club, then be sure to check out the bonus content for this episode about how our athletic skills have changed as a nursing mom. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. We love when our listeners submit questions for our awesome experts that we have on the show, and today's no exception. This question comes from Michelle. Michelle writes, is there any connection between breastfeeding and long menstrual periods? I have a client that breastfed for one year and has recently weaned her child. She has now started her first menstrual period and is now going for 25 days. Ugh, poor mama. Her OBGYN has told her not to worry as she has just stopped breastfeeding, but I wasn't sure if nursing could cause a woman to have a long period. Any information would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Hi, this is Michelle, an IDCLC in the metropolitan D.C. area. Thanks for your question. Absolutely, the return of your period can be irregular and the duration can change as well. So it might take a couple of months to return to normal. Make sure you're using other forms of protection as the return of your period means the return of your fertility. If the bleeding continues, it's always a good idea to consult with your physician. And if you notice any changes in your milk supply, please reach out to an IDCLC for help. That wraps up our show for today. Thanks for listening to The Boob Group. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Newbies for Newly Postpartum Moms, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Toddlers, and Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples. This is The Boob Group, where moms know breast. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.